Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, Lombardi Line on a Saturday, Week 7. A great card today as we welcome you back. Michael Lombardi live there at the Borgata. We're brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com right now or download the app. Remember, if you're in town hanging out with Matt Humans, stop by any MGM property. Bring your state-issued ID. You're ready to bet within minutes. Whatever your sport, whatever your style, BetMGM's got you covered. 1-800-GAMBLER. If you have an issue, got to be 21 years or older. Okay, Saturday bet prep, of course, alongside the Circa Invitational. He is Matt Humans, uh, not just VEASAN host, but a sharp guy in particular. And Michael Lombardi, we can take the conversation from off the air, some of the philosophical co- points that we were discussing onto the air. But first, we should give Matty Humans and Mike Palm their props. Could you explain yeah. what's happening, Matt, with the Circa Invitational and how you two are performing? Yeah, Mike Palm and Derek Stevens, by the way, took a big crew from Circa down to San Diego last night. Nice road trip for those guys to uh, see Private game. jet. Yeah, that's right. Took Mike, I think it was Mike Palm's private plane, by the way. Yeah. They took that down to San Diego <laughs> uh, for game three of the Dodgers-Padres series. I know they had a great time. Mike Palm and I are playing along in this uh, Circa Friday Football Invitational, fictitiously uh, competing to see how we'll do against a field of uh, 16 professional handicappers. And uh, Mike and I right now each 5-0 and on our best bets. And uh, we have one guy in the field of 16 who's 5-0, and and that's Chris the Bear Felica from uh, ESPN, who's in second place that? overall. So we'll see if we can keep the best bet train rolling this weekend. I don't feel great about the best bet that I made. It's in the NFL. But all five weeks I've had an NFL side as my best bet, so I'm going to stick with that 
uh, until it uh, doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I got to tell you, Mike, uh, the, excuse me, uh, uh, Matt, I think to me your best bet's a really good play. The problem, you know, I don't trust Doug Peterson, but when you watch that game the first time and to take the Jags and the points is a smart play, when you watch that game the first time, seven minutes to go in the first quarter, that, that game was over. That game, I mean, Jacksonville dominated that game yeah. from start to finish. So, I mean, logically it makes sense. But you get into this Doug Peterson, I'm going to go for it on fourth down, even though I'm 22nd in the National Football League converting fourth downs. And I was actually better with Urban Meyer last year on fourth down. So, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, that, that scares me. I mean, the more you watch the NFL – the less you want to bet against a coach who's as reckless and not a strategist as, as some of these guys are. Yeah, that's true. And even a guy like John Harbaugh burned me last week in the contest. I'm 19-6 and six in the NFL contest. I lost the Ravens on Sunday night. And the previous week, John Harbaugh uh, went for it on fourth down. Lamar Jackson threw an incompletion. The Bills drive down and win the game. Harbaugh gets criticized. And uh, so the following week against the Bengals, he runs out on the field, calls timeout at the last second, does yeah. not go for it on fourth and inches, yeah, that kicks the wild. field goal. Then the Bengals drive down, take a 17-16 lead. But Harbaugh's lucky he's got the ace up his sleeve with Justin Tucker, one of the best kickers, if not the best kicker we've ever seen uh, in the NFL. He's Mariano Rivera. Yeah, I mean, he closer. closes games. Yep. He's the closer. I mean, it's unbelievable. You know, and 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 it just to me it, that that's why I don't know why he doesn't collect points during the first, second, and third quarter with this guy because this guy can close any game mm -hmm. when you get to the ninth. Yeah, he's Justin incredible. Tucker, by the way, undrafted. Maybe the greatest undrafted player we've seen. Okay, we'll get to the NFL coming up in about nine minutes here with Matt Humans. But let's start with a theme. And some of these big games, you're taking the points. We'll start Tennessee. You're going to take the nine with Bama in town. Yeah, I think they're a very important element to this game is going to be uh, you have to have a veteran quarterback who can handle the pressure. And I'm talking about the pressure of the game because the stage is big. The atmosphere is uh, electric in uh, Knoxville today. But you also have to handle the pressure of the uh, Alabama defense. And Hendon Hooker, to me, is a guy can, who can do that. In two years at Tennessee, we're talking 18 games. This is phenomenal. He's got 41 touchdown passes and three interceptions. But you have to have more than that. You have to have a, a solid run defense, with, which Tennessee has. And then, you know, on the flip side, Bryce Young, the Alabama quarterback, is going to start today, but he's not fully healthy. And uh, we've seen the tide barely escape in some of these spots uh, here in the last two years, at Florida last year, at Auburn. This year at Texas, uh, that 28-0 lead at Arkansas was trimmed to 28-23. Last week, the Tide barely escaping home against an A&M team that's been uh, inept on offense. So I think there's got to be some concerns with the Tide hitting the road today. And uh, I took the nine with uh, Tennessee. If, if Tennessee can't do it now with uh, Hendon Hooker uh, and uh, the poise he's playing with a quarterback, I'm not sure if Tennessee can ever do it. So... I, I, I think the balls have to be live dogs in this game. You, you know, I agree, Matt. And here's why I also agree. Nick Saban is such an adjustment guy on defense. When you tempo him, he's had trouble with tempo against really good offenses yeah, that yeah. no understand tempo because he can't make all his adjustments. He can't get the communication, especially on the road. I like it. I also like your other pick. I think I, Patrick and I were just talking. To me, Penn State getting seven is almost disrespectful. Yeah, it, it briefly hit seven and a half here yesterday at Circa, and um, I, I was surprised by that. But that seven and a half didn't last long because you're going to have a, a professional better or two snap that up right away. 
Uh, the thing I liked about the Nittany Lions, they're road tested. They pulled that game at Purdue out of the fire in the final minute. They won at Auburn in a blowout. But here, again, you've got a veteran quarterback, Sean Clifford, who's, got, who's played in plenty of big games. You've got a running attack that's going to be effective against this Michigan defense. Nicholas Singleton, Katron Allen, those guys combined for 769 rushing yards in five games. The Michigan defense uh, has faced uh, weak offenses across the board with the exception of Maryland. Maryland's basically got the only uh, pretty good offense that the Wolverines have faced, and they allowed 27 points in that game at Ann Arbor. Uh, I love the experience advantage you have here at quarterback with Sean Clifford, and I think Penn State plus seven. Again, the Lions should be live dogs in this one. Yeah, what is it, uh, again, backing Franklin on the road against a top five is tough to do, and also Clifford, but I agree, that's too many points. Let's go to Utah, where you mentioned USC is about to walk into a pit here, man. That is a great yeah. home field. Utah, two road losses this year. Here comes an undefeated USC team. Uh, it is right now three and a half. You're going to take the three, and you should probably discuss with new betters, you're never going to lay that hook on the three. Yeah, I never do, and that was a pro tip I used on last night's show. If um, if if you like a three and a half point favorite, buy the hook. You know, it's minus one thirty, or play the money line. You can play Utah here at minus one sixty. Uh, I just you could say ten percent of games land on three. If I lay three and a half, I would say ninety percent of the time the game's going to land on three. I'm not going to lay the I'm not going to lay the three and a half. Kind of learned that one the hard way many years ago. Just don't lay three and a half on a football game. Find a way around that. Uh, Patrick, do you remember the movie Trading Places? I do. Okay, I do one, remember this. That was one of my favorite movies back in the day. Uh, these teams kind of traded places. Utah was a preseason top 10 team. Uh, USC was inside the top 25. But now USC's in the top 10, and Utah's ranked 20th. I still think Utah's the better team. Has faced a tougher schedule to this point. The Trojans have played road games at Oregon State and St Stanford. This is going to be by far the most challenging uh, road game they have faced tonight in Salt Lake City. I think it's um, the, you're getting a better defensive team. Even though USC's defense has forced turnovers here early in the season, I don't think that's going to happen tonight. Sure, I sure don't. I sure hope it doesn't happen tonight. Cameron Rising has been outplayed in Utah's two losses by the opposing quarterback, Anthony Richardson of Florida, Dorian Thompson-Robinson at UCLA last week. But Tonight, I think you're going to have a different story. You've got a Utah offense that averages 40.3 points. You've got a very effective running attack with Rising, who's a dual-threat quarterback, and Tavion Thomas. Uh, as, like I said, you've got the better defense, and I think uh, you're going to have a significant home field advantage tonight uh, on the Utes side. And this is uh, you know, kind of a game that they're, I think they're going to get to even things up a little bit here in the Pac-12, where USC is 6-0. Utah's taking a couple losses. I still think Utah's a better team, and I laid three here with the Utes tonight. It's, uh, it's tough to go on the road and win these games, and really, USC was lucky to escape at Oregon State uh, three weeks ago. This is going to be a much bigger challenge. You know, Matt, I give you so much credit for, for having the guts. Uh, to to play Hawaii after what they after what they <laughs> yeah, look like, yeah. but you're on Hawaii and taking six. God bless you. See that I I love it. This is, to me you you know this is what makes guys good good betters is they take the number and and they overlook some of the things that have happened in the past. Well, we'll find out if it's a good bet tonight. But yeah, I like uh, Hawaii here. I don't think it takes a lot of guts to bet against Nevada. You know this, this mm. is a bad Nevada football team. The Wolfpack last week lost. 
It's one of the worst teams in FBS. Colorado State up in Reno. That's a deflating loss because uh, the Colorado State team's led by Jay Norvell, the Nevada coach who deserted that team after last season. That was a huge game. And to lose that on a field goal at the gun, and now you go on the road and you're asked to cover this number against a Hawaii team that showed some life last week for the first time in a while. Hawaii was a 24-point underdog at San Diego State. Should have won the game, allowed a field goal with seven seconds left to lose 16-14. Timmy Chang has gone back to Braden Schrager at quarterback. I think running back Diedrich Parsons is going to be the difference tonight. Nevada's dropped four in a row. I wouldn't be surprised if it's five. This is a late-night game in Hawaii, and uh, you love to have a play on the late-night game, so let's take the uh, six-and-a-half <laughs> we, we, with Hawaii. We know you'll be awake for it. We know you'll no, be no awake for it. it. <laughs> oddly, enough, oddly enough, Dan Aykroyd also on Hawaii tonight, speaking yeah. of trading places. Uh, quickly, and then we'll come uh-huh. back with the NFL. I found Kyler Murray's biggest fan, and his name is Matt Eumanns. We'll tease oh, that Oh, that's not back. true. That but, is not but true. But quickly, no. quickly, quickly, okay. Purdue hosting Nebraska today. You're going to take the two touchdowns, the 14. I am. This is a two-team. Teams like to play close games. Purdue's off a two-game road sweep of Minnesota and Maryland. The quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, has had a rib injury. He's not been performing up to his usual expectations here. Nebraska does have two wins in a row. Now, they're not giant killers. They beat Indiana and Rutgers, but I think Casey Thompson, Anthony Grant, and that offense can trade scores enough to make this a one-score game. I took 14 with the Huskers. Nice. Saturday bet prep, Matt Eumanns, he's the host. He comes in for us on Saturday mornings, which he doesn't have to do, so we appreciate it. Circuit Invitational as well coincides with the bet prep. I've been looking high and low for a Kyler Murray fan. We found him. He's the (laughs) handsome guy in the middle. We're back. Lombardi line. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, bro. <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. to the Lombardi line on VSIN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Well, right after the spot here with Matt humans, he's headed out to Las Vegas motor speedway. He's actually going to camp out for tomorrow's South point 400. You can check it out. Of course, our very own VSIN's Brent Musburger is going to be the grand marshal of the race. He's also going to broadcast countdown to kickoff on Sunday morning. Of course, Brent Musburger live from Las Vegas Motor Speedway for the South Point 4 Double Lot. SouthPointCasino.com for more information. A little energy on a Saturday as we welcome you back. He nice job, is Michael Lombardi. <laughs> nice job. Way Great to, way job. to respond. You, Matt, Matt challenged you, and you just stepped right up and took it. You know, hey. fastball down the plate. <laughs> it's gone. Thank you. Thank you. Have you been, Matt Eumanns, out to the Las Vegas Motor Speedway for the 4 Double Lot? Uh, I have, believe it or not, when I worked at the Las Vegas Review-Journal, I had to cover a couple of those NASCAR races, and that was very challenging uh, to write about that stuff for me uh, because I'm used to football, basketball, baseball, golf, things like that, and uh, that's not the easiest uh, thing to write about NASCAR, but there's kind of a football theme out there at that race. Brent Musburger, the voice of college football for so many years, the Grand Marshal, and I heard Devontae Adams is driving the pace car. Wow! Hopefully oh, no, he does not. Weekend, hopefully he does not hit a, a photographer. Off. Yeah, he's got a, uh, he's got a weekend off. He might as well enjoy it, right? Why yeah, not? If yeah. not now, when? Well, he, he knows about collisions. That's for sure. Devonte, <laughs> last play of the game, and the the cameraman. Okay, yep. I joked with you about this, but I I was a little surprised. I saw you laying it on the road with Arizona and your boy Kyler Murray. You're laying the two in the hook, Arizona at Seattle. What do you got on this, Matt? Yeah, I'm not a big Kyler Murray fan. I, I don't believe in what the Cardinals are doing when you uh, look at the big picture with Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler. Uh, but this matchup, I'm not really sure how the Seattle defense is, should be able to get many stops in this game. And it's, it's a different Seattle defense without Jamal Adams. Michael could probably talk about this a little bit more in detail. But uh, Jamal Adams, to me, is... Uh, similar to Roquan Smith of the Bears, the guys who's like he's like a sideline to sideline linebacker, covers the whole field. Adams is a safety, but to me he's more of a linebacker. You take him out, he's obviously injured. He's been out since week one. Uh, the Seattle defense doesn't have much bite to it. Kyler Murray's the type of guy you get him outside the pocket, he's hard to contain. I think he's kind of a backyard football player. You just cut the, cut him loose and let him run around and make plays. And if he does that, I'm not sure how Seattle's going to get many stops in this game. And uh, also, Rashad Penny, 
who's been a, a driving force for that Seahawks uh, offense, the running back, he's, he's done. He's out. So uh, I think the Cardinals, who cannot win at home, uh, might actually play better and deliver on the road here. I think the underlying secret of this game, and I'm with you on this game, I think the underlying secret of this game is is Arizona's defense has played better. Mm -hmm. And they have performed. Last week they were very good against a very good Philadelphia team. I mean, they lose the game because Murray can't figure out, you know, that he shouldn't slide early. <laughs> but that game should have gone into overtime right. if they make the kick. But the reality of it is, is I think ultimately, you know, that, that – that their defense is playing better, and Seattle's defense can't stop anybody. No, I mean, no. and, and and I don't care that J James Conner's not running the ball. I think Seattle, and this is the perfect game for Arizona. Loose plays all over the place. They need to make explosive plays. I, I'm with you on this one. Okay, good. Matt, what do you do with what we saw Monday night? What do you do, excuse me, Thursday night? What do you do with Washington and Chicago, those two teams respectively moving forward? Uh, not bet those teams. If, if at all possible, or bet against yeah. those teams whenever possible. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't like the Commodores, never have. I, I don't try to bet that. I don't, tr you know, I always say don't expect bad teams to do good things for you. If, if you really need to win a bet, are you going to go to the window and say, hey, I'm going to let it all ride on the Commodores, I'm going to let it all ride on the Bears? No, those are just two bad teams. I don't really like the coaching staffs on either side, so – I'm looking for spots to fade those teams and definitely not bet those teams. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, that's been I've been off Washington. Patrick will tell you Washington's a no a Hall and Oates play for me. No can do <laughs> all season long. There's no chance I'm. I don't care how mad Ron Rivera gets us for questioning Carson Wentz. Yeah. Like I'm off. I'm out. Uh, there's no way. You, yep. There's no way they do nothing well. They do nothing well. Right. Rodgers and Green Bay pissed coming back from London. You got seven. I see a couple shops showing seven and a half with the Jets in town. Yeah, I used this as my best bet in the circuit contest last night, partly because the number's good here at circuit. It's seven or it's seven and a half at other places. But also, Aaron Rodgers has a perfect record after a loss in the Matt LaFleur era, and I'm not going to give LaFleur any credit for that. That's pretty much all Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Uh, but – I think what you saw last week was a meltdown for, by the Packers. They were up 17-3. to No excuse to lose that game to the Giants a week ago, especially with Daniel Jones on a bad ankle. He outplayed Aaron Rodgers in that game. One thing I do admire about Rodgers, who's, who's really turned into a diva kind of off the field here the last few years, but you still have to admire his talent. And one thing he's the best at, when he breaks something, he comes back and fixes it. You saw it against the Patriots where he threw the pick six. You knew he was going to bounce by right back the next possession and drive the offense down the field, and he did. When he loses a game, he comes back the next week and uh, makes amends for it. And uh, the Jets have won back-to-back -back games. They were down 10 in the fourth quarter at Pittsburgh. Uh, I think this is where we're going to see the, uh, the Jets lose by double digits this week. Uh, they got a tougher schedule ahead of them. I think they're legit to a certain extent, but not to the point where they can go to Lambeau and hang with the Packers for four quarters. So I'm going to say the Packers win this game by double digits. You know, I, I keep expecting the Zach Wilson meltdown at some point, and, and it happened in Pittsburgh a little bit, but they scored 14 in the fourth, and right. they scored 21. That Miami game's 19-17. Miami's kicking a field goal to take the lead, and the next thing you know, the Jets are, you know, the Jets scored 21 points. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm with you. I, 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 everything in my numbers say bet the Jets, but I have no faith in that, in that ability to go into Lambeau and win. Especially when they're ten zero and they're ten and zero against the spread following a loss. That's right, and that, that's what a lot of people are betting on here. If if you like teasers, I think the Packers got to be a great teaser play yeah. to knock them down to minus one. 
Matt, we bet a lot of Skylar Thompson in college at Kansas State. That's right. Here's an opportunity to bet him in the pros. I think he started plus 40 plus games in, in college, so he has experience. Minnesota's in town. Minnesota's not very good. They're a mirage. You're catching three and a half with Miami at home. Yeah, three and a half is a contest number here at Circa, and that's a good number. So I went ahead and played the Dolphins. I had a lot of uh, uh, potential plays on my card this week, and I, I kind of went with the ones with the best numbers because. I'm not in love with any sides in the NFL this week, but Skylar Thompson, I watched him a lot at Kansas State. I like him. He played. He got extensive action in the preseason, and he played. actually played well in the preseason, especially in that game against the Buccaneers. Uh, if you look at the score last week, it looks lopsided, but like Michael uh, said, it was 21-0 in the fourth quarter where the Jets blew that game open. I think they caught the Dolphins at the right time. I don't trust Kirk Cousins laying a field goal or especially three-and-a-half on the road here. Uh, I like Mike McDaniel. He's uh, creative on offense. I think he's going to do enough here with Thompson to give the Dolphins a shot to win this game. So I don't love this play, but I'm on the home dog Dolphins here. We'll give it a shot. Did you guys see the story about the ping pong table uh, this week? Yeah. That's one of my favorite stories of the week where McDaniel said the players are mature. They're going to focus on prep. Uh, They took the ping pong table out of the locker room, and we found out the next day Tyreek Hill said, no, the table was warped. We got rid of it. I ordered a new custom table. So it, it had nothing to do with uh, prep for the opponent. Yeah. Speaking but I'm with, we, I'm with, yeah, I'm with ahead, Matt Michael. on this one. To me, Minnesota uh, that barely beat Chicago. They got to strip the ball out. They're driving it down there. They're pl- they, didn't even, they haven't played well at home. New Orleans, when did they stub their toe? I think Miami's defense has got to step up here. Mm-hmm. Well, you brought up a movie reference. Doesn't McDaniel give you guys Cheech and Chong vibes whenever he talks? Yeah. It's very yeah, slow, meticulous. Yeah. Okay, next one up. We've got the Broncos <laughs> in prime time again, which is unfortunate. But <laughs> that's Monday night. You're going to take the four and a half at the Chargers. We're seeing. There's a weird vibe around this Charger team right now, Matt. Yeah, and there's a, a bad vibe around the Broncos team too. So uh, this, this is not a uh, Monday night matchup where it's easy to uh, pick a side, but. A lot of times the Chargers just flop as home favorites. We saw it the last time they were at home against the Jaguars. They got blown out 38-10. to 10. Mm-hmm. Some teams just have that characteristic where they're better in the dog role, they're better on the road, and to me that's the Chargers. And you put them in that home favorite role, and I don't trust that team. And, you know, as a handicapper, I don't like much of what I've seen about the Broncos. I don't like much of anything I've seen from Russell Wilson. But sometimes you got to buy on bad news, and this is a strange league. And it wouldn't surprise me if the Broncos go to L.A. and win that, this game on Monday night with all the negativity surrounding the Broncos uh, the way it is right now. So I took the four and a half here, basically a play against the Chargers. I just don't trust uh, that team in the favorite role. And I got this suspicion that Russell Wilson, who's looked so bad so far, is going to show up and play well on Monday night. And let's face it, even in the losses, the Broncos have been right there. They've all been close losses. They've been a competitive team. I had this as a two-seven-five game. This is all about the number for me. I think this is Russell. If Russell Wilson doesn't play well here, all that positivity at his press conference is going to dissipate. He's oh, yeah. going to get the heat really hard on him. I think this is a big game for him. He's got to play well. I agree. Do you like or do you love Tennessee catching the nine there in Knoxville today? I like it. Any any time you bet against Alabama, you can't love it, right? Because the Tide's got that potential to blow out pretty much any opponent. Uh, when fully focused, but I like it, and uh, hopefully it gets there today. Yeah, I, that pr- I think it's going to be fun Circa to watch. Invitational Matt, thank you well. so much. We can't. We Matt, can't. You're thank the best. You enough. Thank you, buddy. Hey, you bet. Appreciate you. Appreciate you guys now as go well. Get, now Thanks. go get some food and some rest. That's oh, yeah. Matt Humans, yeah. of course. <laughs> bet prep. 
alongside Circa Invitational. Michael, that is literally the best thing going at Visa. We love kind of watching those it. pros everybody battle one wants another. It. Everybody wants all the best bets of it. I got, I got, I got to send an email. People want it. Just join and get it. Yeah, become a VEASAN pro. You can get all the best bets. Thomas Gable's next. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VEASAN. Featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's betting's premier loyalty program over at BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks unleashed the spirit of Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. So every time you make a wager at BetMGM, either through the app or BetMGM.com, you're going to get credits, you're going to get bonus credits, and you can use them for free bets, dining, hotel rooms, travel. It's the best betting premier loyalty program in the business. We talk about it all the time. I just compare it to a credit card. Every time you make a bet, you get points. You can use those points for bonuses. You go to betmgm.com, call 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. you got to be 21 years or older. Okay, thank you to Matt Humans again at Saturday Bet Prep. Remember, for all those professional picks, you can sign up, become a VEASAN pro at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That goes for you too, Mr. Berman. <laughs> we welcome you yeah. back here on the Lombardi line. He's <laughs> Michael Lombardi. Of course, Thomas Gable, our partner, runs the race and sports book there at the Borgata. Before we talk about week seven, let's go back to yesterday and kind of the perfect storm at the book with all the baseball going down there, TG. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, you had the Yankees leading off the day uh, at the early game at one o'clock, and then the Phillies came on right after that. In fact, both games were going on at the same time there uh, when the Phillies started. So uh, it was, you know, mid to late afternoon here, and the book was filled on a Friday afternoon. So it was good to see. Uh, let me tell you, this Philadelphia area is fired up right now for this weekend between the Phillies now possibly looking to close out the Braves and then the Eagles playing the Cowboys on Sunday night. Uh, let me tell you, these fans, uh, Philly fans will be, uh, they, they'll think they're all powerful possibly after oh this my weekend. God. If, the, it, if the Phillies close this out and the Eagles win on Sunday night, watch there out. There will be, I mean, you watch think out. 4th of July has fireworks? Yeah. You've seen nothing like what's going to happen. Yeah. That Broad Street, that parade is just going to continually go down. The Mummers will have no chance to even get on there on New Year's Day. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the problem is we had so much fun with this Eagles team in the offseason, and it appears they are that good. I mean, they're good in the trenches, Michael Lombardi. They're a very good football team. So we had fun with the Eagles fans, but this is a hell of a football team. But we've said it, though. I mean, we gave them credit. We yeah, said that they sure. were good. I mean, I don't think there's any denying it. It's just can they play against – and the schedule, I mean, look, they've got a Gonzaga schedule. Now, this will be a tough game, but they got a Gonzaga schedule. Let's yeah. make no mistake about it. They're, after this game, they have a bye, and then, you know – That's they, why they were slated to win 18 games this year. Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> I think to me – yeah, I agree. So I think that. But, you know, today's a college football day. We'll yeah. get to the Eagles. We'll get to them sure. tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, Rocky Top. It, the number it was earlier today being reported, the most public, publicly bet side bet MGM was Tennessee. Uh, that shifted a little bit. I've got nine. Where are you sitting with Alabama Lane at, at Tennessee? So we're at eight and a half in that game. And, yeah, there's, there's a couple of uh, dogs here who are, as uh, our man Josh Applebaum likes to say, the trendy dogs, and he likes to fade them. So, uh Today, this is this is one of them here. We're uh, Tennessee, eight and a half point dog at home, and right now here we have 62% of tickets. 76% of the money is on Tennessee. Alabama, of course, holding a 15-game winning streak over the Volunteers, but this Tennessee offense comes in here first in FBS in yards per game, points per game, going up against that Alabama top 10 defense. Um, 
a lot of love for Tennessee this week with the Bryce Young injury. Um, feel Alabama's vulnerable here. I want to take a look, though, at an angle that you may want to look at. If you think that Tennessee can win this game, it's probably going to be on the back of Hendon Hooker. Yep. And right now he's 14 to 1 to win the Heisman. And maybe that's something you you want to take a look at betting. If you think Tennessee is going to pull out this victory, this is going to go a long way right. towards it propelling is. him uh, in that Heisman Good conversation. One. Yep. Good point. I think you marry it together. And with Cedric Tillman out, it obviously changes the dynamic of the Tennessee offense because he's their deep play guy. But, you know, I still think the big issue here is can Alabama's defense do what they love to do, which is make adjustments on the field with crowd noise, with the tempo that, that, that Tennessee runs. This has always been problematic, you know, for Alabama when they get in these situations, particularly defensively. Penn State country there, Thomas Gable at the Borgata. Michigan's laying seven. We just had Matt Humans on. He's taken the points with Penn State. What's the betting like there at the Borgata? Yeah, he's, uh, he's joining the folks here because uh, Michigan laying seven, and it's been uh, Penn State money here this morning. 70% of the tickets, 91% of the money is on Penn State here. So both the teams undefeated in the top ten, but uh, – I'm not sure either team is really going to be able to challenge Ohio State here in the Big Ten. They're just—they're not on that level. Uh, mm -mm. Penn State is getting it done on the ground, averaging 216.3 yards rushing the last four games. Behind the two freshmen there, uh, Allen and Singleton, face a stout Michigan uh, run defense that's uh, top ten nationally, only allowing 81.7 yards on the ground per game. Uh, obviously, Sean Clifford there—he has the experience advantage over Michigan quarterback J.J. McCarthy. He's only making his sixth career start. Uh, it's Penn State defense under coordinator May Diaz. He's been generating a lot of pressure on, a, on opposing quarterbacks. Question is here, do you trust Penn State coach James Franklin yeah, a, to be able to go out and win a big game? I mean, he has yet to prove that he can despite the size of the paycheck that he cashes every week. Yeah, but, but let me ask you something. you got 91% of the money. Yeah. Why isn't this line – why haven't you moved it to six and a half? Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Because, I mean, listen. Are you, you still like, getting you, money on, on Michigan? Get some, yeah, we get some on Michigan. Are you but getting any respected money on Michigan? Well, we're not getting respected Penn State money. Oh, okay. That's the, that's no, the there, issue. There, there's your answer, <laughs> that's Patrick. The issue. All there that money that's coming. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fan money. And yeah. So that's why the line's not moving. That yeah. that That's the perfect. That, there's the pro betting tip right there. Is when the line doesn't move, it's not it's not a, a frozen line because it's because nobody's respected it's given the money to that way. So That's it's correct. insignificant. It was a snap call. Michael asked a great question earlier, and you kind of answered it, but I'll ask you again. Ohio State, can Michigan or Penn St State beat them? When Michael asked me, it was a snap call. I immediately said no. Do you have Penn right. State or, uh, or uh, Michigan beating Ohio State here, Thomas? No, no. I th well, obviously, on any given day, I mean, right. somebody what would could you lose. Make the line? What would you make that line? Ohio State's going to be, uh, you know, if it's at Ohio State or we're, we're looking State. At, or a neutral on a neutral. I mean, Ohio State's going to be uh, a two touchdown favorite at least on Penn State, and uh, you know, it's probably I'd make them about a eight and a half, nine point favorite. Yep. Yeah, there's What's your answer. I mean, uh, I yep. mean, yeah, that's kind of what we thought. I, I, he picked two numbers that I would have picked. I thought I would have picked 14, 14 and a half. I would have given against Penn State. Maybe less if it's in Sistay College, but eight, 
to me, I, I think they have separated themselves significantly, and I don't see them stubbing their toe. I really don't. There's a major difference in class between them and uh, yeah, and that's right, Penn State, and Michigan. Yeah, yep. 100%. Mississippi State, Kentucky. We've had fun with this one. This one touched seven midweek. Levis is yeah. in, so Mississippi State now mm-hmm. laying three and a half at Kentucky. Thomas. Yeah. So uh, as you said, that's been the uh, the. Uh, the line movement here with, with uh, Levis, who's uh, battling the turf toe injury there, it sidelined him against South Carolina last week. Um, he'll be back here. The line currently three and a half. Michigan or Mississippi State uh, laying it there on the road. Um, I think the big issue here for Kentucky is the performance of their offensive line, which has been not good. They, they've given up 25 sacks in their last six yep. games, uh, one of the worst rates in all of college football. So. The Mississippi State defense, they've been forcing turnovers. Their quarterback, Will Rogers, he's leading a very balanced attack here for them. And he spreads the ball around. He's already passed for over 2,000 yards, 22 passing touchdowns on the year. And the other thing for Mississippi State, they're very effective in the red zone this year, 19 for 21 in the red zone. So a lot to like about this Bulldogs team. There is, and and I think you hit the nail on the head. If Mississippi State wins this game, it's because Kentucky can't protect their quarterback. That's what happened at Mississippi. They couldn't protect him. He got got hit quite a bit in that game, obviously got hurt. But and then that fumble at the late in the game, the interception off the tip pass, I mean, that's been the Achilles heel to their team, there's no doubt. So it's pretty obvious that Jalen Daniels is out at Oklahoma. Kansas, of course, picks up their first loss of the year last week. They head to Oklahoma. It's all the way up to 10, Oklahoma laying it. Yeah, and it's interesting because you say, can this Oklahoma defense really hang with Kansas? Uh, They've struggled against speedy quarterbacks. And, you know, Kansas is Jason Bean. He's a speedy quarterback. He, he may be faster than anyone that they faced this year. The fastest guy on the team, by the way. Yeah. He's so, the fastest player on their team. So it's interesting here that, uh, you know, this is another – Kansas was kind of this uh, trendy dog this week. Uh, we, we are starting to see some money, though, come in on Oklahoma here. Um, Dylan Gabriel expected to be back. Looks like they're moving cornerback D.J. Graham to wide receiver. So we'll see how that plays out for the Sooners, uh, if they can get the ball into Graham's hands. But, again, Kansas, very trendy underdog play, though, this week. Before we say goodbye, it looks like you've got liability on Utah laying the three-and-a-half USC in town. Yeah, uh, USC obviously does not have good history uh, going to Salt Lake City. So uh, right now, Utah is laying three and a half, total 65 in that. Uh, Big test for the undefeated Trojans here. Uh, Utah looking to bounce back after the loss to UCLA there at the Rose Bowl. So uh, Cam Rising, he turned the ball twice against the Bruins. But this is a team, Utah just plays a style of football that – USC does not really like to play this yeah, physical bruising yeah. style of football. So uh, it's it's going to be a huge game here for both teams, I think, today. Major implications for the Pac-12 down the road. Yeah, we'll find out how good SC is today. We really will. Absolutely. Big day at the book there at the Borgata. Thomas, enjoy it. Good luck today. Appreciate you. Thanks, TG. Right, thanks, thanks, guys. We're back. We're going to run the board next here at Lombardi Line. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, get $10 free when you sign up for First Bet, VSEN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200. So when you use that code over at First Bet, you're going to get 10 bucks instantly, plus you get a 100% match on your first deposit up to 200 bucks. It's a great deal. You got wagering at over 300 tracks, uh, AI-assisted picks over at First Bet. And again, the First Bet app is the best in the biz. Get more details at vcin.com slash horses. That's vcin.com slash horses. Okay, hope you're having a nice start to your weekend. It is the Lombardi line. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. So it's interesting. I just heard you mm-hmm. t- tell somebody, a fan of yours, you, you like Kent State today at Toledo. You got a 2-4 and four Kent State team against a 4-2 and two Toledo team. What's interesting is I was dialed into Kent State in Miami of Ohio last week. I, yeah. I ended up on the over the total there and Kent State could move the football you're catching eight 
today at Toledo. Yeah, I mean, look, Kent, Toledo's a good team. They're in the west, the west part of the MAC. But uh, last week, Kent State's quarterback wasn't healthy, and I think he missed some really throws, or else that game's over. Going over the title, they missed the next. They missed a field goal. They're they're really a fun offense to watch. They've they got are. to play better defensively. Uh, but I think they'll be able to keep this game within eights. To me, is a good number to play because it, you know, I think the game will always be close, and they'll stay within it. So I do like Kent State today, even though they're in Toledo and they're going to play on the road at 3.30. I'll be watching. Yeah, I'll be playing the over 62 in that matchup. I also heard you say you do like Kentucky today, so you're going to fade I do. your Mississippi State team. You're going to take the I three, do. I think, three and a half with Kentucky. I think this is a hard spot for Mississippi State. I, I really do. I think this is a hard one. I think Kentucky's still a good defensive team, but I think Thomas Gable hit the nail on the head. They've got to protect Will Levis. They've got to be able to protect him, and they can't let it. If you go back and watch the Arizona game against Mississippi State early in the season, Arizona moved the football. They moved the ball on, on this Mississippi they can throw the ball. I mean, Arkansas moved the ball, too. You know, they got the big lead on Arkansas, and then Arkansas couldn't convert a couple fourth downs. That game was a lot closer than the score. Even though I was on Mississippi State laying the points last week and won, I think this is a little different. Now, I would have rather had the, you know, they rather had the seven, but now it's down to three and a half, so it's maybe late, too late to the party. But I do think Kentucky might win this outright. I'll go under 51, Mississippi State, Kentucky. Two pretty good defenses that get slept on a little bit. Okay, Michael Lombardi, this one, Alabama. I just got a text from Stephen Bond that Arch Manning is in the house there at Knoxville for Tennessee and Alabama. I wonder what he's doing. I mean, oh, what is that, is that all about? No, oh, is he a Texas? He's, he's well, going to be a Texas. Stephen, Stephen think, found yeah. a big news that he's hanging out at Texas. Okay, I got confused. I apologize. Uh, Alabama yeah. at Tennessee. Bama's lane nine at Tennessee. What do you got on this? I'm going to take the nine in Tennessee. I think this is going to be a hard – I mean, look, Alabama's a good team, but are they, they haven't played their best yet on the road. We haven't seen it. You know, even in Arkansas, they were able to make big runs with their run game. And, you know, Arkansas playing with their backup quarterback, it, it became a little bit of a problem for them to get back in that third quarter. They got them back in the game, and then they couldn't finish. So they covered that game, even though a lot of people took Arkansas. I think this is going to be a challenge. I think this on the road – and the way he wants to play defense is limited by the 110,000 people that will be screaming and singing Rocky Top in the stadium. So I'll take the nine. And, look, it's going to come down to can Bryce Young finish the game? Can he make plays? How good is that shoulder? Can he drive the ball? Look, Bryce Young doesn't have a gun back there. He's got a good arm. It's not a great arm. And he's not a big man. He is not a big man. So can he handle all the, the, the contact that he's going to get in this game? I think you have to look. Can he play through the game? I, I think nine's too many points. I'll take Alabama. I'll take Tennessee. Well, Arch is there staring down Quinn Ewers. Let's talk about Texas. Emotional, potentially let down for them today in a spot where they host Iowa State after the big rivalry game last week. Texas looked very good, and they're laying 15-and-a-half hosting Iowa State today. You know, I don't like Iowa State on the road, especially on turf, and I don't like Iowa State's offense this year. They just can't seem to generate any points. They can't seem to get it going. Their defenses play well. Look, they held Kansas to what, 14 points? You know, I mean, they were Kansas struggled. They it was 14-11, I think that game. They had a they threw the ball in the end zone. Thought it was a touchdown. It got reversed. But to me. Uh, I mean, Iowa State's got to win this game with their defense on their grass. I don't know about that. I think Texas probably is the better team. 15 seems like too many points, but I would take Texas right now. 
It does appear that most are going to back Franklin and Clifford at the big house. Penn State is catching seven. What is Michael Lombardi going to do with this number? I, I, I'm going to take Penn State in the seven. I think Penn State's played good enough defense. I think this is a game where two teams, the style of play leads it to me to be a field goal game. I just think it's I don't think either team is going to pace the game to get a 14 point lead and then all of a sudden get it down to 7 or or is this going to be a 31 to 20 game? I don't see that. I think this is going to stay attached until the fourth quarter. Do I think Michigan wins? Sure. I just think 7's too many points here. I agree with all of you. I think Penn State could win this game straight up outright on the road at Michigan. I do like the under 24 and a half in the first half at the Big House. How about this one? TCU is hosting Oklahoma State. Just an awesome spot for Sonny Dykes in that program. It's up to five, Michael. So five yeah, with TCU I could see laying that. it. I could see that. I'm going to lay it. I, I, I just think to me, I watched Oklahoma State. It took all they could do to beat Tech last week. Morton, the quarterback, got hurt, and I think that affected him. I think Texas Tech was going to win that game. I like Texas Tech. I like their team. I love the quarterback. So... And I think this TCU team, you're going to watch a team that can run the ball up and down the field. They've got pro receivers. They really do. And I think Dykes has done a nice job with the offense. They're good enough defensively, especially I don't think Oklahoma's to where, you know, it's funny, Oklahoma State usually is great offensively, great defensively. They've never been great. This is kind of the first time they're probably good in both areas, not yeah. great in any. I just think, to me, that's going to show up against a better team, especially on the road. And I think they've benefited from being at home. I'm going to take TCU and lay the points. That's a good point. Oklahoma State more balanced this year than they were last, where the defense really dominated. Uh, USC, Utah. It's going to be a crazy home environment there. USC walking into it. They're catching three and a half. You know, it's funny. Uh, this looks like a trap to me. It would be easy just to say take USC and they're the better team, but we know that Utah's so good at home. We know Utah's got toughness. And we're going to find out about USC and can they get punched in the mouth and come back, right? Uh, I mean, Riesling's got to play better. He's turned the ball over too much for the Utah offense. So I, I think ultimately that's what's got to happen. Utah's got to get back to being what they really do, avoid losing first and win with their defense. Is their defense good enough to stop? Now, they didn't look like they could stop UCLA's run game. Can they stop USC's run game? That to be the question. I'll be contrarian here and take USC in the points. You know, I understand that Jalen Daniels, Kansas, is out today, but we're now 10 and a half. So we've gone through doubles up to Oklahoma laying 10 and a half. It's funny. We asked, should the Rams be laying doubles to anybody in the NFL? Should Oklahoma right now be laying doubles to anybody? I think it's disrespectful to Bean. I, as I told Thomas Gable on the air last block, he's the fastest guy on the team. He's had a week of practice. He went in there and almost came back and beat TCU. He made, I mean, this kid, look, he starts at North Texas State. He's the player of the year in that conference. He transfers in. He plays last year for them. And Leopold gets Daniels to come in, who's a little bit better. But I think this Bean, his release is outstanding. He's athletic. He can move. I think he's got, I mean, accuracy is his issue, right? I think accuracy and timing is is his issue. I'm not saying he's going to be a pro player, but he's got pro skills. He can throw the ball really well and he can run. I don't think he's going to be a disappointment. I think Leopold will do a good job of managing him, especially Patrick, that he's had a week of practice. It's a little bit like Skylar right. Thompson, right? He's had a week to kind of go through that out at, at, at Miami. And with Tyreek Hill on the field and Minnesota's defense, okay, I'll, I'll play that play. A lot of people will, will play the opposite. I'm going to take the 10-and-a-half if I get it from for, for Kansas. And I think Kansas, look, Oklahoma's hit rock bottom, right? I, I don't know if they've got enough talent to get back up again. I mean, I don't know if they do. I mean, they got shellacked two weeks in a row now. 
Rock Chalk, 10.5. You might be able to get an 11 by the time we kick it off. Clemson, you touched on it briefly earlier. Clemson's at Florida State. This is a huge spot for the program in Florida State. They're catching 4.5. Clemson's laying 4.5 here. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Florida State here. I don't trust Clemson on the road. I don't trust DJ to play well on the road. I mean, Wake Forest had him in that game down there. They made enough plays. They won it in overtime. I think Florida State's better than Wake Forest. I'll take Florida State in the points, especially at home here. I mean, to me, Clemson's a little bit like Penn State and Michigan. They're not nearly the level that we expect them to. They're not at that Alabama level. They're not at the Tennessee level, frankly. They're not at Ohio State's level. I don't think they're at, they're not at Georgia's level. I think they're the, the brand is at the level, but this team's not at that level. I like Florida State. Another ranked matchup that we didn't expect, NC State at Syracuse, and Syracuse is laying three here, Michael. Yeah, well, that's because the quarterback for NC State's not going to play. The pro prospect, he's not going to play today, which is really why this line is. I would like NC State if he's playing, but he's not. So you're playing with a back. I think Doran does a tremendous job at State in terms of coaching his team. And Syracuse has been the sleeper this year. I mean, really, Tommy DeVito goes over to Illinois, and he, he turns their program around, and Syracuse gets better when he left. To me, this is a hard one. I, I, I'm going to go with Syracuse here because they're facing a backup quarterback. It's a huge college football Saturday, week seven. Back to the bonfire and the cookout there at Casa de Lombardi, Michael. Enjoy it today. You're welcome to come over anytime, Patrick, but I know you're enjoying <laughs> that California weather. I mean, you know, you know, I know you got it. I understand it. We get it. We get it. Hey, you want to do this again for week six on a Sunday oh, tomorrow morning? Oh, I can't morning? wait. I'm so disappointed we don't have a game to do tomorrow, too. But, you know, know, like we'll, we'll be okay. We'll, we'll get through it. JVT and Danny Burke live bet Saturday next. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 